Are you ready to go offside? Because it's Offside Hockey Talk with your host, James Roberts. Ladies and gentlemen, I am lucky to be sitting down with today the president and CEO of the Halifax Thunderbirds of the National Lacrosse League. He has just come off the Executive of the Year Award. Obviously, we all know what Halifax has done in year one has set the league on notice. They are not here to take part. They are here to take over, and it is 100% protect the nest. John, how are you doing today? Oh, very good, very good. Thank you for having me on. Not a worries. Well, I wanted to have you on. Obviously, Halifax has embraced the Thunderbirds. It's been one big show after another here every time the games happen. It was absolutely heartbreaking when COVID hit and we had to shut everything down because I feel the momentum was there. The guys were feeling it. The city was on fire with it. Everybody loved it. So I wanted to get you on, talk about the first year, and see where we're going to go in the next year as well. Yeah, for sure. And, and you know, we, we were right there with you. It, was, uh, it left a little bit of a, of a hole uh, in all of us when uh, when we had to shut down early, especially being our first year. So, uh, Which is why we're dubbing next year our inaugural season 2.0 because we feel the city deserves an end to their first season, and they didn't get one. Well, you know, we'll be back and we'll be backing that for sure. 2.0 is perfect and the unfinished business is the hashtag that is attached to Thunderbirds as well. And I know they'll get it locked down. Obviously, the guys are excited to get it going too. So I'm hoping everything can come back safely. Um, we'll get into the, maybe when the start time will be and if you guys have any idea what their expectations are for you uh, to come back to the, the, the Halifax uh, area or if they're going to be doing hub cities or something different. Obviously, everyone's got a different startup model, so we'll dive into that in just a little bit. Sounds good. But uh, for you, I want to talk about first, uh, what's gotten you to where you are today? Obviously, you've been around the National Lacrosse League for quite some time. Um, you've come up through the ranks. What got you interested not only in lacrosse, but obviously uh, being at the helm of a team? Well, yeah, I mean, I started, uh, man, it's been a long time. It's been about 20 years now, um, you know, with the, the Rochester Sports Group at the time. So they actually owned uh, multiple sports teams, uh, including the, the NLL Nighthawks. Uh, but they also had uh, an outdoor team in the MLL Rattlers. Um, it was a USL team in the, the Rhinos. And then the uh, they also had an AHL, the uh, Rochester Americans. So um, kind of worked for, for all four teams. Uh, so got a perspective on a lot of different sports. Uh, for a few years, and then when that kind of broke off, uh, it, it kind of split into the outdoor teams were, were under a new ownership. Indoor teams stayed under uh, different ownership, uh, and then, you know, Kirk came along at that point, and, uh, and I stayed on with him as well. So, um, you know, before this move, I, I kind of was with the, the same organization, but there was just multiple teams involved. So, Well, for you, we'll talk about the National Lacrosse League and specifically what has been the biggest change over the you know the twenty year period that you've kind of been a part of it? Um, what have you seen the most? What's been the biggest aspect that you're like, okay, this is going the right way, or something that's changed that you're just like, okay, I didn't expect that. For sure, the uh, I would say you know ownership group wise, you just you feel more stability now for sure um, with with the ownership groups that are in place and uh, with the leadership that's at the league now. Uh, expansion is is on the rise, uh, and you're you're feeling uh, a lot more markets are interested uh, in, in getting on board. So, you know, you, you feel like we're at that cusp of, of really taking off. Um, and then the other big thing is just the, the game itself. Um, like most sports, it's been evolving, and uh, it's even faster paced now than it was when it started, and it's just translated into even more excitement on the floor. So uh, it's, it's been 
you know, the NLL is one of the, one of the sports I'm, I'm very glad that I've been involved with, and, and I'm happy to still be here because I can't wait to see where we are in the next, uh, you know, three, four, five years. Well, with the expansion to Halifax, I have to ask, obviously you just mentioned expansion is on the rise. Do you think the National Lacrosse League has more sights set on maybe Eastern Canada? Obviously, New Brunswick would love a team. Um, you look at Newfoundland, they've always historically had some sort of a, you know AHL or other franchise there, so they can support them. I'm wondering, do you think expansion in Eastern Canada is on the, uh, the map? Uh, I know that uh, you know the league will look at uh, at every possibility. I know they they are looking at different markets uh, pretty much every day. Um, so, is is it possible for sure? Uh, but uh, but it would just depend on on making sure we have the right ownership group in place. Uh, and the league uh, has done a great job of that. That's part of of the change in, in doing their due diligence just to make sure. But um, but expansion is definitely on the rise, and and I'm expecting uh, more and more teams to be announced uh, over the next few years here. Well, that's always great news. Obviously, you want to see growth and continued growth. Um, i got to ask you, what needs to be done to continue that growth and to make sure markets uh, thrive? I know COVID has put a little bit of uh, cold water on things, so to speak, right now. But when everything does get back, what needs to happen to continue the growth? Obviously, getting it in front of eyeballs and getting it on to more uh, Sportsnet and TSN and have it out on the networks. But in your eyes, what needs to be done to continue that growth? I mean, I think you hit it. You hit the, the nail right on the head there. I think the biggest thing is exposure. Um, we we find that, and Halifax is, is kind of a perfect example of that. You know, um, the the notion that Halifax had no lacrosse is, is obviously not true. And we know that from being there. But obviously, it was not a huge lacrosse hotbed. Um, there's definitely pockets, and we're seeing it grow, which is great. But fans who who didn't really have any understanding or, or have never seen an NLL game. We were seeing them coming out, and just getting to a game is all you kind of need. Is you just need someone to see it because it is so exciting. There's only things going on. The excitement is there, and it's just constantly entertainment. Um, so for me, it's that. It's, it's the exposure. We just we just need to make sure that we're getting this in front of people who who have not been exposed to it in the past, uh, and uh, it'll translate into more fans and and you know more cities coming on. Well, I can attest, basically, right here in Halifax. There was so much buzz around the team leading up to it. Obviously, the games were practically sold out every single night, but just the buzz around the city, and if someone went to a game, everybody was asking, what's the atmosphere like? What's it going on? How does it feel when you're in the building? Are the fans excited about it? And if you go to a game, it is absolutely one of the best atmospheres that I've ever been in sports, and I've been to football games in the NFL. I've been to hockey games in the NHL across the spectrum. I've been to the UFC, the biggest ones. But you come to a lacrosse game, especially here in Halifax, the music is rocking, everybody's into it. And I look no further than the kitchen party night here in Halifax and just how big that was and how excited it was and just the buzz around the city was so palpable. And I want to know for you, did you expect this coming out of the gate? And was it uh, something you guys were excited for or did it blow the doors right off the hinges for you guys so i mean i did expect it um you know back last year in may um kirk had asked me to go out to halifax and i was actually there for memorial cup and um i just when i was there i could see the, the community pride uh and the 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 amount that the community backs their teams uh, and i knew then that we would be successful now i would be lying if i thought we would be this successful this quickly um so it's, it is a, a bonus that it, that it has caught on so fast, and, and it is kind of a, a, due to the fact that the game just kind of gets people into it, and once you're 
you're hooked, you're hooked. Um, but we, we knew it would happen, uh, and we also knew from our business model and, and the way that we love to be ingrained in the community that we're a part of, um, we knew that that was going to translate well. Uh, but again, I, I can't sit here and tell you I expected it to take off this quickly. <laughs> well, one thing I could say that it was absolutely done right, the first game that I got to go to was against the uh, the Mammoth, and after the game, all the players down on the uh, the floor, and you're able to go out and meet them and sign the autographs, and obviously my seven-year-old daughter was absolutely blown away, and we kind of gotten a little close with Jake Withers, so, you know, Jake came up behind her and tapped her on the shoulder, shook her hand, and she was just in awe, but just that there, you have all the young fans in the line, you know, meeting the players, and each player is talking to them about you, hey, is this your first game? You know, what do you think of lacrosse? Are you going to take it up yourself? And they're very very personable so I think that alone sets it apart from everything else just the access and being able to speak with the players and and see them face to face was absolutely awesome every single fan that was down there was absolutely blown away that they were that close to each guy and and that's partly you know part that's a huge part of our success is, is the team that we have um, I mean everything has been special this year but uh, the, the way we've been able to interact and how close we are as an organization, both on the business side of things and the team side of things, uh, I, I've never been a part of. And, you know, our players have bought into it as well. And I will say they felt it from the moment that we arrive in Halifax. You know, they, they feel the love. Um, you know, and it makes a difference. And, and being on the floor, there's, there's players that have been in the league 10-plus years that, you know, have nerves again uh, running out onto the floor because of how excited – uh, they are, and they can feel the energy in the building. So, um, yeah, we we are we are extremely lucky to have the players that we have that are that understand and, and are willing to do those type of things uh, to help promote the game that they love and that we love. So, um, it's it's a perfect fit for us. And and Mike and and Kurt, uh, our coach Mike Kersey and our, our owner Kurt have done a great job of putting the team together. No, from top to bottom, everybody's been top shelf, and we'll get into that in just a couple of moments here. Um, i got to ask the question, though, obviously, nothing comes easy. So, I mean, what were some of the obstacles that you had to face, obviously, getting everything to where it needed to be? Uh, were there any hurdles that you were like, man, this is one that we got to get over to get this on the right track? Well, so I, I don't really believe in obstacles. I, I look at them as opportunities. Um, so one of the things that we definitely in, in Halifax needed to, to make sure we were able to, to overcome was just explaining the game, one, because, again, there, there was a lot of people who did not, who had not seen a game. Um, you know, two, making people understand that we are the top level. Um, so it's a little different. Uh, our, our model is a little different than others. But, um, you know, it really wasn't that hard to do because, again, it, it, people showed up for our, our purple versus orange game. Um, which you know was just an inner squad scrimmage, and and uh, and we're able to see, and, and the guys really went at each other. They don't usually go at each other that hard, but they, they felt that energy. So it didn't really take us long to get past that, uh, and and from there, you know, to your point, we felt that, that momentum building from game one to you know to the last game that we played there against Buffalo. Um, you know, we we saw the crowds continuing to, to grow. We saw the fans getting more and more engaged, um, very quickly picking up on chance. Uh, it was just again. It's a it was a magical year for someone like me who's done this for 20 years. Uh, this is this ranks up there as is one of my top moments in sports. Uh, and we won three championships back to back to back, and, and this ranks right up there with it. So, well, 
as I said to uh, to Dana and to Charlie and, and some of the guys I've had on, because they were absolutely blown away when you know we start talking to guys at the beginning of the season, you know they're excited, and then they start telling you, hey, we see people walking around with shirts and lanyards and jerseys, and and some of them are we don't see that anywhere else. It's it's like this city has just embraced everything. So, you know, you've guys from top to bottom when you started out with the the paddle and and everything, just it was done perfectly. There wasn't anything that was uh, out of place. Everything was where it needed to be, and you got the buzz around the city. And I, I can tell you that it was so exciting to see the inner squad game between the two, and then just everything, like the opening. And I couldn't believe it to have the NNL here in Halifax. It was mind blowing to hear when it was coming, and now that it's here, I mean, you walk around the city and people are waiting for it to come back. And it's in the same vein as Moosehead fans who have been fans of that team since their inception are having the exact same reaction to the Thunderbirds as if they've been here for 20 years. They just can't wait for it to get back, get back in their seats and watch the boys go. Yeah, and, and you know, with the canoe journey, which actually this weekend uh, was the anniversary of when, when Kurt started uh, from his backyard at his house. I mean, that's what I think uh, the fans need to realize, too, and the owner that they have in Kurt. Kurt is, is just a genuine guy who, who loves the game, uh, and as a fan himself, so he he wants to always make sure we're giving back to the fans and taking care of the fans. So it's it's just been you know amazing. But with the canoe journey, Kurt wanted to, to really show how much that he wanted to give the game of lacrosse to Halifax. And I remember him talking about it, and you know us thinking, you know, is he really going to do this? Uh, it's a long journey, <laughs> and uh, and he was committed to it, and, and he. You know, it kind of just shows his commitment to the city, and that was his way of, of letting everybody know how committed he was and, and his way of showing how he was giving the game of lacrosse, you know, to the, the city of Halifax. And, uh, yeah, I mean, from that moment, it was it was kind of everything was was up, was, was going up and up, but it was almost like a, a downhill for us because things got easier and easier because as people saw, you know, the things that we were doing and, and seeing the games and becoming more and more uh, a part of, of the team, it just made everything a lot easier. Um, maybe not easier, but a lot more fun. It was probably it was it was a lot more fun to put in those uh, those really long hours that we put in during the season. So, but it was all you know, as you said, it was all started with the canoe journey, uh, which you know happens to have been this past weekend where Kurt started that journey. Yeah, it, like I said, it all came together perfectly. It, it put a bow on it when everything was set up and ready to rock and roll. And like I said, the attention to detail by the Thunderbirds I can tell you did not go unnoticed by anyone because it was complete talk about what's it going to be like what's the atmosphere going to be like in the building and then of course as soon as it hit it hit you like a rush and from the start to the finish it's one big rush and everybody is a buzz and the whole place is just a rocking and it doesn't stop and that's what I tell everybody when you go just watch the game but then take in the atmosphere because you got goosebumps the entire time. Your body gets tired of producing them because it's just chills after chills, whether they're on defense, offense, it doesn't matter. The music is bumping and you're having fun. So I love the way it's set up. I can't wait for it to get back. But I got to ask, you know, nothing worth doing is ever easy. So taking the helm of an expansion team uh, would be considered a little bit of a bold move, obviously, for a person who's been around for a little while. Um why do you think that you were the right fit, and why do you think Halifax was the right fit for the expansion team? Well, for me, um, knowing what I was getting into with Kurt, you know, I, I worked with Kurt for almost 10 years. Um, you know, I consider him a friend. 
uh, I, and I have a lot of respect for him, and and I have a lot of respect for for his beliefs and what he he wants to do. Um, so that part of it made it very easy because uh, I was I was very comfortable working with Kurt. Um, as I mentioned, you know, I, I did go out to Halifax uh, when we were still here in Rochester and and kind of took a look at things and. Um, Based on what I saw, I, again, I, I knew it would be successful. Uh, I knew the city would embrace this team. I knew the sports would translate well there. Uh, so that part of it was, was pretty easy. And then when I started to see uh, some of the other staff members who, who I've worked with over the years, um, you know, we're, we're family is one of the big things we preach, and we're, we're, we're a really big family, so it's, it's part of my extended family. Uh, so knowing some of the, the people like Charlie uh, and Avery that were coming over and Tracy that were coming over with us, um, you know, I, I felt like it was a it was a smart move, uh, and it was a good move. The you know the only concern is obviously my family is is in New York. Uh, you know, I have my kids that go to school here, so uh, having to, to be away from them was the only uh, really the only concern we had. And, and you know, family is everything to me, so we had those conversations. And you know, my wife knowing Kurt as well, and, and knowing that this was uh, was the best move for us uh, and for me, I should say. Uh, you know, gave the green light, and, and from there it was it was a simple decision to, to stay on with Kurt. Well, I could say it's 100% the right decision as well. I mean, obviously being away from family is difficult. Um, I talked to a lot of the guys. Obviously the travel is back and forth. They come in, you know, towards the, the end of the week, towards the game time. Uh, I think it's a day earlier they're here, and then they're pretty much gone by Sunday. Um, is there any talk of maybe extending that? I know a lot of guys still work regular jobs and have have to get excuses or you know excused from work. Um, is there any thought of having more local talent um, here in Halifax brought onto the team? Obviously, you have to find them and they have to be here. But is that something you guys are uh, mining for? Always, we're always looking, and, and there's always the opportunity to have some of the, especially the younger guys. Um, you know, the rookies that, that may not have jobs yet um, move out to, to Halifax. Um, so that, that is always something we look at and, and is part of, of a model that we, we will be doing. Um, so I would expect that we would have more guys out there. And, you know, we do try to get them out uh, earlier when we can. So most of the guys, to your point, do come in a day or so ahead. Uh, but we were, we were having a few guys come out a little bit earlier. We had uh, a lot of guys at the school programs. Yep. Um, you know, there's things like that. So it's always something we're looking to do. Uh, and, and the more, you know, the more successful we are, I think the easier it will be for us to be able to have a model where more of the guys live uh, in town for the season. No, that is something that would be awesome. And, yeah, you're right, a lot of the uh, school programs, and I know we uh, we did some work with the Cole Harbor Colts, and we had Bolt come out and everybody from the social media team from the Thunderbirds. So that was pretty cool. And just the involvement you guys have within the community it's great because a lot of kids don't get to see, you know, the guys that they play other than maybe going down and see them on the floor. But, you know, seeing them at their school and getting to talk to them and ask them questions, you know, away from where they're playing is huge because, you know, sometimes you feel a little intimidated, especially if there's a line behind you and it's, you know, people want you to move along. So if you have that atmosphere where you can have them sit with a class or sit in a gymnasium and, you know, ask the questions, that goes a long way to growing the game and getting more eyeballs on it, as we talked about earlier. So I like that aspect, and I think it's huge, and I can't wait for that to happen more so this year because I know my daughter is definitely excited to meet another Halifax Thunderbird. For sure, and, and that is a big part of what we do. Uh, and there are more programs that we are looking to roll out. We, we, want to, we really want to be ingrained in the community. Um, to your point, it, it definitely does help us uh, on the business side, but we look at it as, as just being a good community partner. So a lot of the programs that we're looking to do 
uh, it is just to be a good partner. And, and again, it does end up translating into business because you get more fans from it. Uh, but at the end of the day, you know, Kurt, Kurt has a vision, and, and one of them is to make sure that whatever community in, we're in, we're, we're making it better. So that's a big part of why we do a lot of the community outreach. No, 100%. Well, i got to ask you a question. I want you to be honest, obviously. With expansion teams that come in, um, historically, they don't exactly do very well. Um, you look at the Vegas Golden Knights as maybe an outlier of you know going right to the championship. But obviously, Halifax came in, did extremely well, went on the great winning streak, uh, was one of the top teams in the league, had everybody talking. For you and your expectations, when you went into this season, what was the ideal season for you? Huh. So, uh, first off, I, I really don't do a lot on the, the team side. That that is uh, that's all credit to Kurt and and then Mike from there. And uh, you know, I will say no no disrespect to the three finalists uh, for GM of the year that the that the league had, but uh, but I felt Kurt should have should have been a finalist uh, for that award. I, I know he did win the IL indoor one, um, but uh, you know some of the moves he made in off in the off season. Uh, we had another incredible draft. You know, hiring Coach Kersey, who you know I was lucky enough to to have seen as a player uh, when he was playing in the league, and and knew from the the passion and the commitment that Mike has to the game when he was a player that that translating over to him as a coach uh, was going to be great for us in this organization. So, um, you know, I had high expectations. I knew the team we had. I will say that that Kurt never goes into a season not looking to to win a championship because you know again he's a, he's a huge fan. So uh, winning means a lot to him. So going in, we, we felt pretty good. We knew the team that we had. Uh, and I will say, you know, as much as I expected it, uh, and you'll hear this from the guys, I'm sure if you've had them on, they've said it, yep. the, the energy in that building has helped them. Uh, and I know people think that that's cliche to say, but it, it's the truth. And, and I was in the building, and it's just somebody who is watching the games, I feel the energy. Uh, the, the Saskatchewan game is a perfect example. I know we ended up losing it in the end, but... You know, you could just feel the momentum building and building and building. And, you know, I actually was, was on the phone with uh, with Austin Shanks, uh, I think, about a week ago. And we, we were talking about that moment again when he scored the goal to tie that game. And, you know, you would have thought that the, the crowd cheering would have blown the roof off. It was so loud. So, I mean, between, between what Kurt and Mike did to build the team and the atmosphere we had in Halifax, it, I was not surprised uh, at the outcome of, of what we did on the floor. Well, the common theme that I got from every guy that I spoke with was that we hadn't seen the full go of this team, like the full medal of what they can do, that we only seen bits and parts so far, and they were on that winning streak and were doing so well, but every guy that I talked to said, just wait until we put a full game together and your mind will be blowing. They kept telling me that they only are going basically at half of what they can really do if they get clicking right. So when I heard that, it's exciting because you know teams that feel that way and then beat off the momentum can push themselves. And you're right, that tying goal, the atmosphere was just nuts. Everybody, even online, the, like Twitter was going crazy with it. So you guys have captured you know, the, the imaginations and the minds of fans around here. And that's something we can't wait to come back. And you know, next season's going to be great. And obviously we're all clamoring for more. And the hope is obviously for a safe return with COVID and everything going on. Um, I'm wondering, have you heard anything from the league? Have they put any dates forward or given you guys any kind of directive of what it might look like to get a safe comeback? And is there anything on the burner right now? Well, for us, the, the one good thing is our season is really 
pretty far off still. Um, yep. you know, we were looking for most likely it'll be a January start, which is what we have been doing in the past. The only reason we've been starting earlier is we're you know we're we're expanding um, the team, so we're we're looking to expand the the amount of weeks. Um, but we we have a model that that will very easily be able to be outlaid where we we start in in January. So uh, I believe that's that's the model we're going to be going with. And as of right now, we're going forward as if come January we'll we'll be able to play um, in front of you know full crowds. Uh, obviously, things can change, as we all know. So, so I can't guarantee anything, but uh, but that is our expectation. Um, and you know, we'll have to, uh, like everyone else, we'll just have to wait and see how things are going. Uh, and hopefully, we'll we'll be at a point in January where we'll we'll be able to get back at it uh, with with a full crowd with our sellout because we were expecting to sell out that last Toronto game. So now we're expecting to sell out our, our home opener this year. Oh, I do believe there'll be a sellout. There's no doubt about that. So obviously, I have to ask the the final question here: um, What can fans expect next year, and what can you do to top this year that already exceeded everyone's expectations? What's in store for the Halifax Thunderbirds? <laughs> well, I'd love to just say wait and see and just leave you hanging, <laughs> but I won't. <laughs> but uh, but no, I mean again, like I said earlier. We believe that the the city deserves a, a close to their first year, so we are looking to next year as an extension of this first year. Uh, the, the city deserves it, and and we're going to give it to them. So uh, I would expect a lot of the same of what you saw last year, but even more. Uh, one thing that that Kurt has preached, and I, I preach as well, and the, you can ask the staff members; they'll tell you we don't ever want to get complacent. And again, that goes for us on the floor and it also goes for us in the front office. So um, anything we plan on doing needs to be bigger and better than last year, uh, including things like the kitchen party, as great as it was. There are ways we can expand it and make it better. You know, I appreciate you talking about the, the game press and how tight it was. We believe we can tighten things up even more. So, you know, we will, we will look to just expand on the things that worked and, and just make them better. So I would expect more of the same, and then some more on top of that. That is absolutely exciting. Obviously, the atmosphere is already great, but if you can up it even more, I know it's going to not only draw fans, but just get the eyeballs on the Halifax Thunderbirds even more. And before I let you go, I didn't even get the chance to ask you, how does it feel to be the NL Executive of the Year? That is an amazing award. I know you say, I look at your posts and all the articles and stuff, you thank everybody who works with you, but obviously a lot of hard work goes on on your end too. So how does it feel to get that award? And is it uh, a sense of accomplishment, obviously, knowing you're doing the right things to set things forward? For sure, and thank you. And, um, yeah, I mean, it, it, it's great knowing, again, that I made the right decision. I, I knew it before the award anyway, but it, it, it kind of just cements it and, and you know, brings it all full circle. Um, but to your point, you know, I, I, I can't sit here and take credit for it to me. This is an award that we all won, uh, and it starts at the top with Kurt. If Kurt does not give us the resources that we need to uh, to succeed, it doesn't matter what ideas we come up with. So, you know, it starts at the top with Kurt, uh, and then, you know, I have to thank Coach Kersey as well. You know, Mike understands, and the players, they understand that there's two sides to this. There's the, you know, on-field side to it, and then there's the business side, and, and they're more than willing to do their part uh, to help promote the game, and they did a fantastic job of that, and and I owe a lot to them. Uh, and then obviously our staff. Our staff has been amazing. Our, our management team uh, has been around, and, and they were phenomenal this year in leading a, a young staff that we have in Halifax who are uh, just have grown every week uh, and are just so, have bought so into it, and, uh, and I, I couldn't be more proud of, 
of the staff that we have in Halifax right now, and uh, so excited on, on things that are, that are to come because I know we have uh, a really good team in place. So, so it was very exciting to win. Um, you know, I had been up for it a couple times, so it was, it was nice to win one. Um, and uh, I, I couldn't think of a, of a better, you know, a better year to win it than this year uh, in a new city. Uh, and you know, it's just it's been a magical year for me, and I can't thank the city enough for for embracing us. I mean, we, from the moment we we land in Halifax uh, to the second we leave, we just we feel so a part of the community, and and it's just an amazing city, and, and we're so lucky to be there. Well, we are 100% lucky to have the Halifax Thunderbirds here in our city, and we will make sure the support is always there. I look forward to you guys getting back in January. I look forward to getting down and interviewing the guys in the room again and obviously being a part of that and just doing whatever we can on our side to, to help promote and, and you know be a part of the Thunderbirds. And I appreciate everything from yourself to Charlie to Dana, the players, for uh, joining Offside and coming on and talking about it. So I really appreciate it. and. From the fans of Halifax, we thank you very much for bringing the National Lacrosse League to Halifax. Well, and, and I want to thank you as well because, again, this, this doesn't work without everybody being uh, on board and supporting it, and your support is, is not going to notice. So we, we truly appreciate everything you do for us as well. Well, thanks, John. I want to thank you very much for joining us today. Hope yourself have yourself a great day, and we'll talk to you soon. Okay, take care. All right, as you heard, ladies and gentlemen, that was John Catalano of the Halifax Thunderbirds, the president and CEO. And as you heard, he was very excited about what happened in the first season, and now they're going to be doing the inaugural season 2.0 with the unfinished business. So make sure when they touch down in January, you get yourself out and see a Thunderbirds game. Do yourself the favor. The atmosphere is amazing. The team is great. Everybody's personable, and you will love it from top to bottom. And like John said, and same with me, you will be 100% hooked on Thunderbirds lacrosse. All right, guys, have yourself a great day. That's Offside for now.